This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. This past month has been a tough one for us in our congregation with the passing of two sweet Christian ladies. To some, death is a door into uncertainty, a black abyss, the end. But the Bible describes death in a variety of different ways that I hope will help Christians view this transition in a different light. First, death is seen as a voyage. Paul, writing to his brethren in Philippi, stated, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit for my labor. Yet what I shall choose I cannot tell, for I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Philippians chapter 1 and verses 21 through 23. In what many people believe is Paul's final letter, he wrote, I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6. The word depart in the previous verse and the word departure in this verse carries with it the idea of loosening the ropes of a ship to let it sail on its journey. Thus, death is seen here as a setting sail on a voyage. Second, death is spoken of as a rest. Often, whenever I ask people how they are doing, many times the response comes back that they are tired or exhausted. A rest is seen as something that would be very enjoyable. Thus, death also carries with it a pleasurable undertaking. Thus, John wrote in Revelation chapter 14 and verse 13, Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Who wouldn't like to rest from their labors? Third, along with rest, death is also referred to as a sleep. Jesus, speaking of Lazarus' death, said, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. John chapter 11, verse 11. Paul, in writing to those Christians who had died, said, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 16. This should not be a basis for the doctrine of soul sleep, but merely of the appearance of the body after death. Death appears as if one is sleeping. Fourth, Death is seen as a time to break up camp and head home. I was in the Boy Scouts whenever I was younger. Many of you probably have experiences with camping. I always enjoyed going out camping, but I also enjoyed coming home, showering, and getting in my own soft bed. Peter, speaking of his own death, said, Yes, I think it is right, as long as I am in this tent, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, 
just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. For the Christian, in death, one is simply taking down one's tent and returning home. Finally, death is talked about as an exodus. In Second Peter chapter 1, and verses 15, it says, Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. Some translations use the word departure instead of decease. The Greek word for these words is the word exodus, where we get our word exodus. As Moses and the children of Israel left the cruelty and slavery of Egypt for the promised land, so likewise Christians leave this world for a better land prepared for us by Jesus in heaven. Death is often portrayed by the world as scary at worst and uncertain at best, but the Bible's description, at least how it relates to the Christian, is that of simply leaving one place and relocating in another. These promises are only for the Christian. Are you a Christian? Are you saved? Do you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are? If you would like to know more about being a Christian, you can contact me at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com or you can write me at P.O. Box 516, St. George, South Carolina, 29477. I would like to send you some free information. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. I would also like to remind you of Volumes 1 through 3 of There's a River, which is now out on Amazon in paper and Kindle versions, as well as the study of the Gospel of John, which is entitled, Who Has Believed Our Report? I've written them for your encouragement. Enjoy. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.